Hey guys, this is Ryan Gillen with the Ryan Gillen Team Podcast, and I am here with my team. Hey guys. Hey guys. And we have finally been able to get together at a social distance in the office, <laughs> and uh, we're going to bring to you guys what we think is going to happen, um, what's currently happening, and what's going to happen in the real estate industry. We don't know everything about uh, what's going to happen as these phases open, but we do have an understanding uh, about real estate and what we're seeing. So we want to bring a quick podcast to you guys about this and uh, to understand and maybe feel comfortable talking to your neighbors and friends um, about where um, things are at in, in our local Dayton market. Um, first off, I, can, I think everybody on our team can agree um, that really our business didn't slow down. Personally, for our team, mm-hmm. um, in like a month period, pretty much uh, all of April and early May, we sold like 35, almost 40 homes. It's the busiest I've ever been. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> exactly. So anybody, any real estate agent that says like, oh, it's slow, it's slow, so it's probably because like they just stayed at home, didn't call their clients, didn't figure out things for them because people were still listing homes. We were still finding homes for buyers and we were still listing properties and they were selling very quickly for actually more money than they probably should have been sold for. But people still had to buy homes and sellers still had to sell. Um, there's been quite a few factors in seeing um, these homes still move along. Well, one, people still had jobs. I know we're still in COVID, so I'm not saying like this thing's over, but people still had jobs. People still had families that were expanding, marriages, divorces, um, uh, new jobs. Uh, there was a new program at uh, Wright Pat that was assigned to Dayton, and it brought like 650 new members into the area. Yeah, a lot of them might have moved out of Dayton too, so it might have been a wash, but those people had to sell, and then the other people had to buy coming in. Mm-hmm. They didn't just trade houses. So we're still seeing our normal economy move. The big thing that I saw, though, was that listings went from, there was two types of people in the world. There was types of people that said, hey, I still had to sell or didn't care to have people come in their home during COVID. And those homes sold rather quickly. Well, then there's another set of people that said, hey, I'm not going to list my home until this is over. And they're still out of the picture right now, which is perfectly fine. You know, you want to do something that you feel comfortable with. But that first wave of sales are gone now. Our inventory is extremely low. I mean, you guys can test this. It's almost nearly impossible to find a home right now. It was low before, and it's even worse now, for sure. Yeah, and I think the word people are saying it's slow, not really knowing how to describe the low inventory. It's not slow. It's just insanely low inventory. The difference between slow is there's nothing really, you know, buyers aren't buying houses. Buyers are buying houses. I mean, we listed one the other day. For twenty or fifteen grand higher than I thought it was going to go for, just to see, and it went for five thousand dollars over the sales price. So twenty grand higher on a two thirty home, and multiple offers, first six hours, all kind of stuff. So then there was another home in Springboro where we put an offer on, and like the two fifty range, there was nine offers in one day. Oh my nine. Gosh. That yeah. means eight other families didn't get the home. And they still need one. And they still right. need one. Yeah. So for people to say it's slow, no, it's not really slow. There's slow amount of inventory coming on. Um, right. I just pulled my stats up, or our stats up right now. Um, we normally carry anywhere between 10 and 25 active listings at a time, just depending on how many are pending. Right now, we have four active listings. We have four. And not because we aren't selling homes. It's because they're all selling. So we have 11 pending homes, 
we have 11 pending homes that are listings right now. A couple closed the other day, but the ones that we're putting up are gone. So, and that's the way with everybody right now. There's just nothing that's active out there. So when one comes up, you have to go and get it. Very quickly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So if let's go over, and you guys chime in, um, let's go over first what you should be thinking about if you're a seller and then what you should be thinking about if you're a buyer in this market. I think if you're a buyer, at least what I'm telling my clients right now is to be prepared. Obviously prepared in the sense of pre-approval and all that normal stuff, but prepared as in like when the right thing pops up, we're going that day. And if you like it, you're putting in an offer. There's just not really time to think right now about like, okay, we'll think about it tonight and let you know tomorrow. Like it won't be there. It's not going to be there tomorrow. So I always just tell my people, you have to be ready. You have to be like full, fully in, not like, no. Yeah. And not in a pushy way. Just like, if you know you're ready to buy, like, then let's do it. Let's go. Let's yeah, I look at my yeah. clients and I say, hey, listen, I'm not trying to be pushy here. No. I'm just being honest with you and real. I mean, this is what we do on a day-to-day basis. Basically, if you like this home, we're leaving here. You're going to go home. I'm going to my computer. and I'll be sending you a contract in an hour. Right. And most people get it. Like, I have a few people I'm working with right now that they send me a new listings before I even send them to them. They come up and, like, 30 minutes later, they're sending me the listing because they're just nonstop looking because they know that's just if they don't see it, then they're not going to have a chance at it. So One, people do understand. Buyer, like you have to be aggressive and mm-hmm. people are not negotiating right now. No. Like it's not a negotiation. You can't go in under list price. You can't ask for a ton of closing costs. You can't like it. You can't do that as a buyer right now. As clean as because possible. Because they're going to find a clean yeah. offer and they're going to run with that. And then you're going to be left without a house again. Mm-hmm. So you just have to be aggressive. And here's the Absolutely. thing is rely on your inspections and rely on your appraisal. If you really trust the process, which we do trust the process, I mean, appraisals are a little bit all over the place for the most part, but like someone had less of the house for 200000 and you think it's worth, you, in your mind, you're like, yeah, I mean, I paid her 200000 What if it was listed for two ten? Would you pay for two ten there? Yeah. Okay, then maybe you need to go up to like two oh five. And if it doesn't appraise for that, then great. Then like then we'll negotiate from there. We'll figure it out from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you got to understand like, you know, We'll cross that bridge when it comes kind of thing. Well, that's just what happened with my listing. I mean, we had four offers within, like, eight hours, and one offer was way over list price. It was a fantastic offer, though. I mean, everything else is clean. So we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You can't. Yeah. I mean, like, the house that we listed for 15000 over what we thought it was worth, then got 5000 over that. So it was really twenty grand over what I thought it was worth. At the same time, the other agent did a good job. I mean, they got the... They got the accepted contract. It appraised. The appraisal, when it came in, it made sense. I was like, okay, with all the upgrades that it had in it in the house, it made sense. And he said, I had no problem appraising it. And it was one of those things where there was one agent that lost out on that home because they were worried. They're like, well, Ryan, you know, I just don't think it's a print appraised. I think it's a 225 or 228 home. Like, we're talking about seven grand and your clients wanting the house. You know, so um, right now interest rates are like 3%. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, it was twenty dollars difference on your payment, right? And then for sellers, for sellers, I think personally right now, if we look back at the last three years, the best three months, the people that have done the absolute best: February, March, April. And everybody always thought it was April, May, June, and July. Mm-hmm. Throwing it in there, but the best, the best sales that we saw people that got over their asking people that sold quickly got what they want and then got to go into the buyers more buyers market which is when houses start to you know there starts to be a little more inventory 
I truly think the people that are going to win when you look these past back this past year after this is all done is April, May, June. And those are going to be the three months because once this settles down, I think we're going to see an influx of houses come on the market in July, August, September. Mm -hmm. Because people that all held out and then the people that are normally going to list in those three months anyways are going to combine together. So the people that are going to win selling their house are going to be the people that sold in that April, May, June yeah. um, time frame. And like we have three real rehab properties going right now. I'm putting other crews on it that I'm not my normal crews because we're trying to get these done before the end of June because like if we can I think we'll make more money off of them. Yeah. Sure. I, yeah, I agree. So that's that's my prediction. I think we're going to look back and say that was that was the 3 months that were um, that people really saw um, a higher percent than normal. Absolutely. And and so like that being said, like if you're thinking about selling your home, this is not a bad time. It's actually a time you take advantage of the market. Yeah. Like there's absolutely nothing there's nothing listed right now. Um and as a seller you're you can do whatever you need to do to feel comfortable as well. Like I've been in homes where they've set up a whole setup of Clorox wipes and shoe covers and gloves and all kind whatever you need to do to feel comfortable with people being in your home, you're more than welcome to do. And we obviously come prepared as well with gloves and masks and take our shoes off and things like that. But whatever in addition to that that you need to feel comfortable. Yeah, don't we'll be too do. Worried. So yeah, don't be too worried. Yeah, don't be too worried. The house will probably sell in twenty four hours. True. <laughs> yeah, we'll be that many people coming through. So yeah, yeah just uh, uh we'll we'll get it cleaned afterwards. Um but so that's that's where I'm seeing uh it, it moving. It's where the people you can t- when you own a house, you own you own real estate. It's it's an investment, and as much as it is your home, it's still an investment. And you've got to look at it, you know, in that scope. So if you have the ability right now to sell a house, do a month to month lease and rent for a couple months, you might really come out on top. That would be the ultimate scenario right there. Yeah. Uh, to be able to have cash in hand, ready to roll, pre approval letter and say, I'm going to wait till that perfect house pops up, and I'm not going to reach for one, and when I get one, I get one, And, and uh, but you're going to sell your house. Um, and uh, we, we have quite a few clients that are doing that right now. I mean, I got a, a client up in Beaver Creek. He's getting his house completely finished. He'll be done in like a week or so. Going to list it, and, and he's going he's gonna to do a month-to-month rental, and, and he might build a house. Like, he might build a house. He might buy one he doesn't know yet, but... I think having that we have property management on our team too. Like we have the ability to find rentals when we've got them open. Like I've got a couple openings right now. Yeah, I'm probably gonna give you priority on our rentals. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for you to get there. So just um, there's always options, and I think the first step you can do is make it a phone call to us, and we can give you those options because we could go over countless things that's happening right now. Um, but uh, buyers are out there, and the people. Once these the job market opens back up and everybody can get back to work, they're they're not unemployed anymore, and lenders aren't going to say, "Well, you didn't take a commission last couple months." Like they're going to understand why you didn't, or you didn't, you know. I mean, Andrea, for servers, are they going to say, you know, "Hey, you missed two months, so we have to wait a bunch." amount of time to, to see if your income's coming back in? I don't, I don't know. Every um, lender I've talked to about that exactly because a lot of my clients are in the serving industry or that type of environment that they have been unemployed has said that banks are understanding that this was not a regular situation. You weren't unemployed because you were laid off forever. You were. This is a temporary layoff. 
So they're taking that into account. As soon as you're back to work, they will use your wages from the past year. They might go out a little further than they would have before, but that's a benefit to you. So it's not going to slow down your buying power. As soon as you get back to work, you will be fine as long as you were, you know, if you were pre-approved before, you're not not pre-approved now. You just have to wait until you get back to work, then you'll be good to go. Right. From my understanding, and you've probably heard this too, but I think the only thing they need from servers or people who are laid off is just a letter from your employer saying you're officially back to work. Yeah, I That's even all. had yeah, um, buyer client that was um, laid off temporarily and we just extended the contract and they just needed to have proof that she was back to work three days prior to closing. So we even kept her under contract during that time and she is actually back to work now. So we're good to go because as long as she was good to go three days before, they're being a little bit more understanding with that. Usually they need a little bit more time to have proof of employment, but with the current situation they're being more understanding with that so there's definitely options out there you just have to talk to your lender talk to us and make a plan that works best for you and I know that people hearing that lenders are being more understanding it's going to send people into some sort of panic thinking that we're going to go through the same thing we went through in 08 and that's not the case they're not just lending money to whoever they want right they're <laughs> still following strict guidelines I mean they're still requiring mm-hmm. higher credit scores they're mm-hmm. still requiring income they're going to look at your history though. exactly yes. right yeah they're just going to kind of take these couple months and just you know, make sure you're make sure you still have money in your bank account for a down payment. But yes. at the same time, like if you have that, and you have good credit, and all the thing that happened was two months of a hiccup, mm-hmm. a planned shutdown, not right. yeah. not the right. economy <laughs> crashing. No, not you going to sit on the couch for two months voluntarily. Exactly. And not bring anything <laughs> in. Like, hey, listen, I had a I had a hiatus in my life. Like, mm-hmm. needed to needed just to really be lazy for a couple of months. I mean, I don't think that. That's the case. So, yeah. um, but uh, overall, I'm actually shocked how well the last couple months went. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen the stats for Iron Gate, and we're we're climbing right back. I mean, we're yeah. almost back to where we were last year at this time, mm-hmm. and last year was a record year. So it's not like we're way f- we're not down. We're not down that much. So um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm. I thought it was going to be when it, you know in March I'm sitting here going, man, like are we going to like sell any homes? Yeah, are right. we going to sell? Like, is this going to be a complete wash year? And everybody right. had no idea. But at the end of the day, like, I mean, people are still selling homes and people yeah. are buying them. Yeah. And the interest rates are low. And I'm really proud of our community for doing that because it's keeping our economy going. We can't just pause and put the world on hold in a sense i mean in a safe way as long as you're doing it safely and responsibly we have to keep the economy going it's so important so i'm really proud of everyone that is focusing on that people still need places to live people still need to sell their homes for whatever reason i mean i think we've done a really good job of safely making that happen agreed yeah Yeah, i agree i i I see every day that it's going to improve more and more yeah but in the real estate side of it um, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't be more happy and it, and it's, and it's very, uh, it's, it's very good to show it's, it's how strong our economy was going into this, mm-hmm. that I think we're going to be able to absorb this and, you know, it'll probably be a year until we're completely back and, and stock markets back and everything like that. But at the same time, um, our housing market hasn't really taken a dip yet. And I don't really see it taking a dip. I see it coming down just a little bit when inventory just gets a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. And that's just from competition. Right. Right now there's no competition. It's 
people are fighting for that last roll of toilet paper on the shelf. It's like they <laughs> True. houses. They're just fighting for that one house that's available. So, yeah. um, so if you do have any questions whatsoever, um, we would love to sit down, talk to you, um, Zoom meeting, whatever you need to do, whatever you feel comfortable for. Um, we, we see clients every day, but we still miss the interaction of teaching and miss the interaction of um, just having people come into the office and, and speak. So um, whatever um, you guys have questions about, please let us know. We would love to help you. And um, hopefully hopefully our predictions for the future in these next couple months and then looking back on people that are selling right now are right. And um, if so, if they are right, you need to take advantage right now. And, and, and I'm trying to do that my, myself. So uh, we really appreciate you guys listening to the podcast and tune in next time. Thanks. Thank you. Bye.